Hello and welcome to the Top Story, a podcast that brings you the headlines of the day with the help of our correspondents around the world. I'm Monta Hang. Coming up in this edition, China and Palestine have announced the establishment of a strategic partnership. EU lawmakers are expected to pin down legislation over AI regulation this week. And former U.S. President Donald Trump has pleaded not guilty to 37 criminal charges. We start off in Asia. China and Palestine have announced the establishment of a strategic partnership. The announcement was part of the talks between Chinese President Xi Jinping and his Palestinian counterpart Mahmoud Abbas in Beijing. Describing the two countries as good friends and reliable partners, President Xi said China has always supported Palestine in its efforts of pursuing the legitimate rights of its people. He also suggested that the two sides strengthen coordination to push for a solution of the Palestine question. President Abbas has been on a four-day state visit to China. His visit comes as the two countries mark 35 years of diplomatic relations. The Forum on Global Human Rights Governance has opened in the Chinese capital. The two-day event revolves around the themes of equality, cooperation, and development. It marks the 30th anniversary of the Vienna Declaration and Program of Action. In a congratulatory letter to the forum, President Xi Jinping says China sticks to the path of peaceful development and works to create a stable and peaceful environment for protecting human rights. President Xi says China facilitates human rights with development and hopes to enhance exchanges among civilizations and jointly promote the development of human rights. Lu Zirai has more. Around 300 representatives from 100 countries and international organizations have gathered here to attend the opening ceremony of this forum on global human rights governance, and then also including UN officials. And just to give you a quick riff about the today's agenda on the forum, that after the opening ceremony, a keynote speech has been held to addressing the importance of human rights governance and also the achievements made in the past decade, and also the challenges faced by the world. Right now, five parallel sessions would be held to discuss the solutions for human rights issues, and uh, uh, particularly uh, the discussions on three initiatives proposed by Chinese President Xi Jinping: that's a global security initiative, global development initiative, and also global civilization initiative. And discussions would be held to understand how these three initiatives would be able to help the、uh, human rights issues. So the it's going to be a full packed day on the discussion. On the solutions for human rights issues, and during the opening ceremony, the UN officials has mentioned some setbacks, major setbacks in the human rights issues in recent years. That the first one is the geopolitical confrontations within and between countries, and also she mentioned the、uh, transformation of digital world is actually posing more、uh, potential dangers to many of us. While many of us are believing that we're just practicing freedom of speech on the internet. And she also mentioned climate changes is posing increasing risks to the vulnerable groups, and all these three topics would also be discussed in the parallel sessions. And besides that, the officials from Pakistan has said that the、uh, China's ideas,、uh, measures, and practices in respecting and protecting human rights can offer as an inspiration to the rest of the world, especially to the developing countries. And he mentioned that, for example,、um, poverty has been posting. 
deadly threats to one's human rights. And uh, China has been working really hard in the past decade to eradicate extreme poverty in China. And Chinese officials also said that China's poverty eradication work has contributed 70% of the global poverty eradication work. So definitely China is playing a very important role in suggesting solutions in this regard. And also Chinese officials mentioned that uh, the human rights governance should be rooted in local culture and tradition and should not be following one certain pattern. That was Lu Ray reporting. Turning to Europe, EU lawmakers are expected to pin down legislation over AI regulation this week. Members of the European Parliament are debating new rules to regulate this sector. Mark Webster reports from Brussels. It's the dizzying speed with which artificial intelligence systems are evolving that has alarmed the authorities here in Brussels. The EU believes that there is an urgent need for a legal framework which would identify those areas which pose a real threat to people's health, safety or fundamental rights. However, critics of the legislation say the problem with some computer technology is that it's changing so fast any laws would be out of date by the time they're agreed. The AI Act proposes to classify AI systems based on their level Level of risk, ranging from low to unacceptable. This will in turn mean companies will have different levels of legal responsibilities. Unacceptable AI tools will be banned, where high-risk AI, like the kind used in critical infrastructure, law enforcement and education, will probably be required to conduct risk assessments, log their activities and make data available to authorities to scrutinize. Others argue that establishing a benchmark for responsibly operated AI will reassure the public and ensure a degree of quality control. I think companies will have to. I think it's, uh, in a way, it's a bit like um, a lot of people would not go to a restaurant that hasn't passed health code. In the future, I believe that will be the same with artificial intelligence. You'll see that people are not going to go to a company that hasn't passed the conformity assessment. It has been the remarkably speedy development of systems like ChatGPT, which has galvanized lawmakers here. Its computer programs can already answer questions plausibly, write essays, summaries and stories stories which sound natural and can even generate computer code. The United Nations chief has warned that an international body is needed to regulate the fast-changing technology. New technology is moving at warp speeds, and so are the threats that come with it. Alarm bells over the latest form of artificial intelligence, generative AI, are deafening. While the majority of MEPs are thought likely to back the legislation, there has been the usual behind-the-scenes haggling about the details. Some are unhappy about the use of facial recognition software in public places, while other parties want to make sure that it's still available for the investigation of serious crimes. The Parliament is expected to vote on the issue later this week, but given the pace of technological change, Experts say the legislation will have to be revisited in the future. That was Mark Webster in the Belgian capital. Staying in Europe, British police have arrested a man on suspicion of murder in the central English city of Nottingham. They made the arrest after finding three people dead in the street and three others injured, after a van struck them in what authorities say were related early morning incidents on Tuesday. Investigators believe the perpetrator acted alone. Detectives are working with counterterrorism officers to try to establish a motive. Yola Abdafid has the latest from Nottingham. More details are emerging, 
that two of the three people that died in Nottingham were students and we've had a statement on Twitter from the University of Nottingham with great sadness that we confirmed the sudden and unexpected deaths of two of our students following a major incident in the city centre. They're shocked and devastated and those are the words we've heard other people use, namely the police chief here, as they try and piece together what happened and why it happened. So we know that three people died in separate incidents. There was also an attempted hit and run on the street, Milton Street, behind me in the city centre, which is closed off. It's still been closed off, as are uh, several other roads and streets. There are teams of uh, counter-terrorism police here and forensic police who are trying to piece together as much and gather as much evidence as they can and uh, talk to eyewitnesses. It's not normal. It doesn't happen uh, in many other towns and cities, especially large uh, cities like Nottingham. But the police say they're keeping an open mind uh, and they want to see, while they talk and interrogate one suspect, a 31-year-old man uh, suspected of murder, they're investigating him, interrogating him, and they're not looking for anybody else at the moment in connection with these attacks in, and the tragic deaths here in Nottingham. That was Yolo Abdafid reporting from Nottingham. In North America, former U.S. President Donald Trump has pleaded not guilty to 37 criminal charges during his arraignment in Miami. Outside the court, hundreds of supporters cheered him on. Nita Soledad Perez has the details. Inside a federal courtroom in Miami, an attorney for former U.S. President Donald Trump pleaded not guilty to charges that Trump allegedly mishandled classified documents and tried to keep them in his fluid at home after the government made efforts to recover them. Trump did not address a court during his arraignment. He sat with his arms folded. His lawyers say the criminal case is about political rivalries. This is a non-stop to wear out the American voter, American citizen, the optimism. This is all, this is all pre-planned. There's more in store when he wins this one. Everything with Trump is unprecedented because it's, it's, it's created, created just to get Trump. The main reason they're doing all of this, now 37 counts of something, they don't know exactly what it is, but let's see what sticks. It's just because they want Donald Trump off the ballot. On the other side, a small group of Trump opponents tried to make themselves heard, but were drowned by the loud voices of supporters amid tight security. Following the arraignment, at least one protester was arrested by security, who tackled the man after he ran out in front of Trump's motorcade as it drove off. Some of those who showed up do not believe justice will be served. He appointed the judge. He has this under the bag. He's the master of spin. And it's all because of Joe Biden. This is political. So the spin is on. It's all political. And he's going to get away with it like he always does. They might slap him on the hand with a house arrest. Let's just hope it's not the White House. The former president is also under investigation in the U.S. state of Georgia. Trump could be charged with crimes related to efforts to change election results and undo Joe Biden's presidential victory in 2020. Trump's court appearance in Miami might not be his last one. That was Nita Soledad Perez in Miami. Also in America, members of the United Nations are pushing for greater actions to determine how climate change is impacting global peace and prosperity. It's the second time that the UN Security Council has convened on this topic. The UN warns that a warmer world is already impacting vulnerable populations. From New York, here's William Danslow. 
According to the United Nations, an estimated 3.5 billion people around the world currently live in climate hotspots. The warning is that this will only exacerbate security concerns. Of the 16 countries deemed to be most vulnerable to the impacts of climate change, nine of them host UN field missions. More extreme weather could hamper peacekeepers' ability to provide support in areas like Iraq that are experiencing blistering heatwaves. Tuesday's meeting convened by the United Arab Emirates was held at the ministerial level. The US Special Presidential Envoy for Climate Change says urgent steps need to be taken at the UN and by governments around the globe. Without that effort, the world's impact is going to get worse and it will continue to threaten our peace, our lives, our security in greater fashion every day, every year, that we do not do what we know we need to do. China stressed the importance of unity in addressing the issue, but its UN representative stressed the need to address countries' and find meaningful solutions. The most conclusive way to stop climate change translating into security risks is to take the development approach, which means helping developing countries bridge the development divide. UN members say no other challenge is as complex as the climate crisis, and it's not an issue that can be tackled by one government or organization alone. There was William Denslow reporting. Before we go, here's a recap of today's top stories. China and Palestine have announced the establishment of a strategic partnership. EU lawmakers are expected to pin down legislation over AI regulation this week. And former US President Donald Trump has pleaded not guilty to 37 criminal charges. That concludes today's top story, which brings you world headlines every weekday. For more news in politics, business, sports and culture, you can subscribe to the Beijing Hour, a one-hour news magazine program. We welcome and appreciate all ratings and reviews. I'm Wang Zihang. Thank you for listening.